0: Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome back to the Daily Bible Reading. This is week 26, day 3. We're going to start reading in 1
1: Kings chapter 8 today. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, great God, ruler of the universe, we are amazed that you would allow us to be part of your great plan. That we could be in some way allied with you in your work in this world. We're thankful that you would allow us to be part of your plan, that you would allow us to be a temple for you. We pray that we would do this in a way that's pleasing to you, that we would glorify you in our lives, so as to be part of your plan. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. 1 Kings chapter 8 At
0: that time Solomon assembled the elders of Israel, all the heads of the tribes, and the leaders of the families of the Israelites before King Solomon, in order to bring up the ark of the covenant of Yahweh from the city of David, that is, Zion. All the men of Israel assembled before King Solomon at the festival in the month of Athenaeum, that is, the seventh month. All the elders of Israel came, and the priests carried the ark. So they brought up the ark of Yahweh, and the tent of assembly, and all of the holy vessels that were in the tent, the priests and the Levites brought them up. King Solomon and all the assembly of Israel, who were assembling with him in the presence of the ark, were sacrificing sheep and oxen that could not be counted, nor numbered because of abundance. The priests brought the ark of the covenant of Yahweh to its place in the inner sanctuary of the house, to the most holy place, under the wings of the cherubim, for the cherubim were spreading their wings over the place of the ark. The cherubim overshadowed the ark, and its poles from above. The poles were long, and the end of the poles could be seen from the holy place in front of the inner sanctuary, but they could not be seen from the outside, and they are there until this day. There was not anything in the ark, except the two tablets of stone which Moses had placed there at Horeb, where Yahweh made a covenant with the Israelites, after they went out from the land of Egypt. When the priests went out from the holy place, the cloud filled the house of Yahweh. The priests were not able to stand to minister because of the presence of the cloud, for the glory of Yahweh filled the house of Yahweh. Then Solomon said, Yahweh has said that he will dwell in a very thick cloud. I have certainly built a lofty house for you, a place for you to live forever. Then the king turned his face around, and he blessed all the assembly of Israel. Now all the assembly of Israel was standing. Then he said, Blessed be Yahweh the God of Israel, who has promised with his mouth to David my father, and fulfilled by his oath, saying, From the day that I brought out my people Israel from Egypt, I have not chosen a city from all the tribes of Israel to build a house where my name might be, but I have chosen David to be over my people Israel. David my father desired to build a house for the name of Yahweh the God of Israel. But Yahweh said to David my father, Because you desired to build a house for my name, you did well, in that it was within your heart. However, you will not build the house, but your son who has come from your loins, he shall build the house for my name. Yahweh has carried out his promise, which he made. I have risen in place of David my father, and I sit on the throne of Israel as Yahweh promised, and I have built the house for the name of Yahweh, the God of Israel. I have provided a place there for the ark and which is the covenant which Yahweh made with our ancestors when he brought them out of the land of Egypt. Then Solomon stood before the altar of Yahweh in the presence of all the assembly of Israel, and he spread out his hands to the heavens. And he said, O Yahweh, God of Israel, there is no God like you in the heavens above or in the earth beneath, keeping the covenant and the loyal love for your servants who are walking before you with all their heart. You have kept for your servant David my father what you promised to him, And you have spoken with your mouth, and with your hand you have fulfilled it this very day. So then, O Yahweh God of Israel, keep for your servant David my father what you promised to him, saying, For you no man will be cut off from before me who will be sitting on the throne of Israel, if only your sons keep their ways to walk before me, just as you have walked before me. So then, O God of Israel, please let your word be confirmed which you have promised to your servant David my father for will God really dwell on the earth? Behold, the heavens and the heaven of heavens could not contain you. How could this house that I have built? You must regard the prayer of your servant and his plea. O Yahweh, my God, listen to the pleading and to the prayer that your servant is praying before you this day, so that your eyes will be open to this house night and day, to the place which you said, My name will be there, to hear the prayer that your servant prays toward this place. You must listen to the plea of your servant and your people Israel, which they pray toward this place, and you must hear from the place where you live. From heaven you must hear, and you must forgive. If a man sins against his neighbor, and he pronounces an oath against him to curse him, and the curse comes before your altar in this house, then you shall hear in heaven, and you shall act, and you shall judge your servant, to declare the wicked guilty, by bringing his way upon his head, and to declare the righteous innocent, by rewarding him according to his righteousness when your people Israel are defeated before the enemy, because they sinned against you, and when they turn to you and confess your name, and pray and beg for mercy from you in this house, then you shall hear in heaven and forgive the sin of your people Israel, and you shall bring them back to the ground which you gave to their ancestors. When you shut up the heavens, so there is no rain because they have sinned against you, then they pray to this place and they confess your name, and they return from their sin because you punished them. Then you shall hear in heaven, and forgive the sin of your servants, and your people Israel. For you will teach them the good way in which they should go, and you will give rain upon your land, which you have given to your people as an inheritance. If there should be in the land famine or disease, if there should be blight or mildew or locusts or caterpillars, if it happens that his enemy lays siege against him in the land of his gates, if any plague or any disease, any prayer or plea which is offered by any person for all of your people Israel, who each knows the infestation of his own heart, and spreads out his palms to this house, then you shall hear in heaven the place of your dwelling, and you shall forgive and act and give to the man whose heart you know, according to all his ways, for you alone know the heart of all the sons of man. Do these things, so that they may fear you all the days that they live on the face of the land that you gave to our ancestors. Also for the foreigner who is not from your people Israel, and he comes from a distant land because of your name. For they shall hear of your great name, and your powerful hand, and your outstretched arm, and he shall come and pray toward this house. You shall hear in heaven the place of your dwelling, and act according to all that the foreigner calls to you, so that all the peoples of the earth may know your name, to fear you as your people Israel, and to know that your name has been invoked over this house that I have built. If your people go out to battle against his enemy in the way that you shall send them and they pray to Yahweh toward the city which you have chosen and the house which I have built for your name, then you shall hear in heaven their prayer and their plea and you shall vindicate them. If they sin against you, for there is not a person who does not sin, and you are angry with them and you give them an enemy and they take them captive to the land of the enemy far or near, and then they return their heart in the land where they have been taken captive, and they return and plead to you in the land of their captivity, saying, We have sinned, and we did wrong, we acted wickedly. If they return to you with all of their heart, and with all of their soul, in the land of their enemies, who took them captive, and they pray to you toward their land, which you gave to their ancestors, the city that you have chosen, and the house that you have built for your name, then you shall hear in heaven the place of your dwelling, their prayer and their plea, and you shall vindicate them. You shall forgive your people who sinned against you, even for all their transgressions which they have committed against you. You shall give them compassion before their captors, so that they may have compassion on them. For they are your people and your inheritance, whom you brought from Egypt from the middle of the smelter of iron. Oh, that your eyes may be opened to the plea of your servant, and to the plea of your people Israel, to listen to them in all the things which they call to you. For you have separated them for yourself, as an inheritance from all the peoples of the earth, as you promised through the hand of Moses your servant, when you brought our ancestors from Egypt, my Lord Yahweh. It happened that when Solomon finished praying to Yahweh, all of the prayer and his plea, that he got up from before the altar of Yahweh, from kneeling down on his knees, with his palms outstretched to heaven, he stood and blessed all of the assembly of Israel with a loud voice, saying, Blessed be Yahweh, who gave a resting place to his people Israel, according to all that he promised, Not one word has fallen from all of his promises concerning the good which he spoke through the hand of Moses his servant. May Yahweh our God be with us, as he was with our ancestors, and may he not leave us or abandon us, to incline our hearts toward him, to walk in all his ways, and to keep his commandments, his statutes, and his judgments, which he commanded our ancestors. Let these my words, which I plead before Yahweh, be near to Yahweh our God, by day and by night to maintain the justice of his servant, and the justice of his people Israel, as each day requires, so that all the people of the earth may know that Yahweh, he is God, there is none other. Let your heart be completely with Yahweh our God, by walking in his statutes, by keeping his commands as this day. Then the king, and all of Israel with him, offered a sacrifice in the presence of Yahweh. Solomon sacrificed the fellowship offerings, which he offered to Yahweh, 22,000 oxen, and 120,000 sheep, and the king and all the Israelites dedicated the house of Yahweh. On that day, the king consecrated the middle of the courtyard from before the house of Yahweh, because he offered there the burnt offerings, the grain offerings, and the fat of the fellowship offerings, because the bronze altar that was in the presence of Yahweh was too small to hold the burnt offerings, and the grain offerings, and the fat of the fellowship offerings. Solomon held the festival at that time, and all of Israel with him, a great assembly from lebo up to the wadi of Egypt before Yahweh our God, for seven days, and seven days, a total of fourteen days. On the eighth day he sent the people away, and they blessed the king, and they went to their tents, rejoicing and in good spirits because of all the goodness that Yahweh had shown to David his servant, and to Israel his people. Now to the book of Psalms. Psalm 30. A psalm. A song for the dedication of the house of David. I will exalt you, O Yahweh, because you have drawn me up, and have made not my enemies rejoice over me. O Yahweh my God, I cried for help to you, and you healed me. O Yahweh, you have brought my life up from Sheol. You preserve me alive from among those going down to the pit. Sing praises to Yahweh, you his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy fame. For there is a moment in his anger, there is a lifetime in his favor. Weeping lodges for the evening, but in the morning comes rejoicing. But as for me, I had said in my prosperity, I shall not be moved. O Yahweh, by your favor you caused my strong mountain to stand. You hid your face, I was bewildered. To you, O Yahweh, I called, and to the Lord I pleaded for grace, saying, What gain is there in my death? in my going down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? O Yahweh, hear and be gracious to me. O Yahweh, be my helper. You have turned my wailing into my dancing. You have removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy, so that I may sing praises to you and not be quiet. O Yahweh my God, I will give thanks to you forever.
1: Now to the New Testament. Timothy. CHAPTER Three. The saying is trustworthy. If anyone aspires to
0: be supervision, he desires a good work. Therefore, the overseer must be irreproachable, the husband of one wife, temperate, self-controlled,
1: respectable, hospitable, skillful in teaching, not addicted to wine, not a violent person, but gentle, peaceable, not loving money, managing his own household well,
0: having children in submission with all dignity. But if someone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he take care of the church of God? Not newly converted, lest he become conceited and fall into the condemnation of the devil. But he must also have a good testimony from those outside, in order that he may not fall into disgrace and the trap of the devil. Deacons, likewise, must be dignified not insincere, not devoted to much wine, not fond of dishonest gain, holding the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience. And these also must be tested first, then let them serve if they are above reproach. The wives, likewise, must be dignified, not slanderous, temperate, faithful in all things. Deacons must be the husband of one wife, managing their children and their own households well. For those who have served well acquire a good standing for themselves and great boldness in the faith that is in Christ Jesus. I am writing these things to you, hoping to come to you in a short time, but if I am delayed, I am writing in order that you may know how one must conduct oneself in the household of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and mainstay of the truth. And most certainly, great is the mystery of godliness. Who was revealed in the flesh was vindicated by the Spirit was seen by angels, was proclaimed among the Gentiles, was
1: believed on in the world, was taken up in glory. Well, let us each determine to have great boldness in the faith and serve well in the kingdom of God. Until next time, let's keep meditating on the word of God.